Player One made a bad start. But I literally screamed when I read the words uh, "orange star" um, at the start of a trailer, and immediately realized, "Holy, holy fuck! Advance Wars is back." Um, now it's it's developed by Way Forward. It's a um, it's a sort of remake of the first two, which uh, mm. games from the you know which were original the GBA bundled in one package. New look. Uh, online for the multiplayer stuff. Um, the look is definitely inferior to the originals. Um, definitely inferior. Okay, all right. I'm listening. Continue. Do you do you not agree? Um, yeah. I mean, largely speaking, yes. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's definitive. I think. I think the sprite work in Advance Wars was never particularly like amazing to me, other than the character portraits. I think the character portraits always uh, looked great. Um, mm-hmm. I think as far as like the transition from three D models of like the tanks or the planes, I really don't care. I I can agree with that in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can agree with that. The battlefield is not as much of a downgrade as the characters, but the characters are like the cast of characters is like a big appeal of advanced wars um sure but yeah i mean anyway uh I, this was like the first piece of advanced wars and news like anything related to advanced wars in 13 years i think so uh uh yeah that was ex- that was that was exciting i like i said i i i i literally um uh you know i literally screamed uh <laughs> in voice chat uh when when that came up um that's adorable but of no, course so even the, first... the mention of its existence was good enough for you you were like yes yes um <laughs> i i personally like way forward as a developer and if it's just like a strict remake or whatever like I, i'll play yeah the big They're problem is like the 60 dollar price tag so it's like okay but you know other than that yeah it's you know exciting enough for me that was definitely the most exciting news. Exciting, most exciting game. I don't know because you know, obviously, wanted like it's not the games aren't new for me, um, yeah. but I will definitely play it. Um, I guess maybe most exciting game is between maybe uh, you know New WarioWare uh, looks great. One of you know as that was the other big news that I loved. Um, Though it was obviously more likely that that was eventually going to show up, uh, much more likely than Advance Wars. Yeah, um, but I mean, I think the WarioWare thing still exciting because like, um, multiplayer wasn't very well utilized in WarioWare before. The GameCube one did utilize uh, multiplayer and all that, but like that being a primary focus for the Switch one is exciting, uh, and I like uh, I like how the Switch is as a console and. WarioWare always utilizes the console in very unique ways. Actually, so I actually disagree. Like, I actually think WarioWare has kind of a rich history with uh, multiplayer. Um, except it kind of forgot it. Like, maybe it, it uh, forgot about it for a bit, I guess. Um, um, but but which ones between would you the be original, about, just to be clear. 
yeah, yeah okay. GameCube has like several really cool modes, uh, multiplayer modes, and it's I like, cited the GameCube. Were you not listening? <laughs> yes, but you you undersold it. And the other okay, one is right. is a, a smooth moves, which also is really really good with the multiplayer. It has also several modes. Play together. I played a lot of that in multiplayer, and so. Um, but yeah, I like. I mean, I agree. Yeah, it's great that this has this and the multiplayer uh, stuff. And the new conceit is that, you know, you you have like, you play the micro games, but you have like a, uh, the the different warrior characters as cursors, so to speak, and they have like different sort of abilities. Um, and depending on uh, which character you have, I assume it just dictates certain ones for certain micro games. They act differently, but I wonder if you can take. Uh, they also showed instances where the same micro game you played with a different character, um, like a different sort of cursor, let's call it, and so you could beat it in uh, at least two different ways. Then, because um, again, the abilities are different between the characters, but you, you know, you could beat it with both of them in different ways. So that's potentially very exciting if we like you know if like micro games you can like uh get the clear condition in in, in like different uh ways with with diff with these different characters um so that's a really really like you know uh one of the main like things that you know always always think of with nintendo is like their sort of uh poetics if you will their sort of self uh the credo and you can obviously argue whether it's always the case or not, but they're always like talking about like when they talk about like how um, when when you like uh, doing a new game in a series, you know, when when do we do a new game in the series? It's always when we can think of a new idea for it, and yeah. and like a new conceit. Uh, don't we just want to do more of that? And that's I think you know it's obviously not one hundred percent accurate in all cases but, I, I think um, it's definitely more accurate in these uh side series or exactly. specific niche franchises where it's exactly. like you know we talk about f-zero or star fox those are prime examples of where um if if the idea has been done before the only thing you're going to get is a star fox remake so what has to be unique has to be the game or the console yeah. that offers yeah. a new opportunity for it yeah yeah, if you go through a lot of the series, you will find it's actually pretty damn true. Um, so, yeah, and so it's, it's the same thing if applies to WarioWare, um, where, yeah, literally every one of them had a, like, a very central conceit that's different from the rest. Um, they're, no. I mean, they're also heavily based on the console they're on, you know what I mean? So Exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. Um but uh, I mean, but that's also you know that's that's kind of a um, you know that this goes hand in hand with Nintendo also kind of doing the same approach to their platforms to their like consoles and hand handhelds like uh, yeah um, I mean like the Wii is probably the no I wouldn't say the only but like the Wii is very clearly like a, we want to make games differently now and they approached yeah, most of and the yes. games differently yeah. DS and, and all the, that exactly. Yeah. 3DS Any was like the new conceit was the 3D, which you know not a huge, not a not the most successful of their con like new like a uh, new conceit there. Uh, 
for 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 one of their platforms but um yeah so uh i guess uh i guess wire advanced wars um so between uh, wire and like i would name uh, metroid dread also um um uh, because I agree. i'm not metroid a huge Dread's metroid guy hmm? not a huge metroid guy i like it but it's not, not like a big not mind-blowing and I've said before, it was one of the hot takes I did once where I said like Metroid 2 is my favorite Metroid because of like the um, the sort of the uh, emphasis on like the isolation and the cramped spaces of the of the original Game Boy sort of uh, going hand in hand with like a sort of horror tone sure. um, and less like combat, less like uh, big Metroidvania like exploration. But um this uh, new one also seems to have that uh, atmosphere because also the name is obviously pretty i mean they did that they took that you know metroid dread is of course the old um working title um uh for a metroid game that was never you know released um so <laughs> they just said you know here it is bam we we did it after all so that's already pretty exciting and then also it's uh it's it it uh, uh, it's it's actually apt because you will fight these robots or like or this one robot like I think it's called the Emmy, which uh, Samus seems to have you know prob will probably seem to have, like seems to have like problems dealing with like she can't hurt it so I think uh, it seems like a good chunk of the game like you will also just be escaping it whenever it shows up. Which obviously also fl it flirts with ideas, you know, that they also did I think infusion and stuff. Um, so, so yeah, that looks very good. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. excited. My, I, I think my takes on it are number one. I, I don't know necessarily if Metroid Two is my favorite Metroid. I will say I think in the general like fans and how people perceive Metroid, I think there's way too heavy of an emphasis on exploration as to what the series means uh, i think people overvalue that to a, a crazy extent um because like if you look at how these games are you know when you talk about like you know even uh i'm drawing a blank uh fusion fusion was i wouldn't say super linear but like they're yeah they they definitely sort of create more of a structure and it's not necessarily as free-flowing exploration as i think people try to paint the series out to be now whereas the series also has a heavy emphasis on environmental storytelling and um combat and all these other different modes that people i think just sort of try to throw to i don't want to say throw to the wayside but they're they're not as encouraged. Dread, I think, definitely, and it goes into the different takes, as we said earlier. Uh, the robot thing, I think, is you know, it's not um, un like it's not inspired in other things, but Metroid has not taken care of robot horror in the way that this game is doing. So that's exciting to me. Yeah. Um, also saying that it will conclude like the Samus uh, sort of story. So. Make of that what you will, but uh, okay, all right, <laughs> that's that's weird, but okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and I, I definitely want to revisit like fusion in preparation for this. Uh, I would do maybe, a cast maybe, on maybe fusion. Do we have a episode on that? Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, we'll talk. We'll talk. 
after the show. <laughs> I have my people talk with your people. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. And, and I want to highlight one last thing because I know you also have a bunch of stuff. Um, but I want to highlight one last thing, and I know you're also excited for this. Metal Slug Tactics. Oh That's my god. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we oh need. Oh my god. That looked like. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be good, but f- like for that pitch, if you just would have like, um, you know. Said that pitch out loud to me. Uh, that whatever they sh- the, the the thing that they showed there is sort of about the best thing that I would also come up with. Like it looks the, it's exactly how it should. I hope it <laughs> plays well. Uh, basically, yeah, it's a it's like tactics game. It it looked great. <laughs> it looked fantastic. Yeah. It's a it's a thing. It's the kind of thing where it's like it's really the best kind of thing where it's like I never knew I wanted this um, and. I, I can't wait. I hope it's I hope it nails it. Uh, well, well, I mean, like, okay. So, spoiler alert: could it be bad? Yeah, it could be bad. But I mean, I think I think an important thing to realize about Metal Slug, at least to me, I don't know how you feel about Metal Slug, but I think I don't think the gameplay was necessarily the primary attraction. Usually, it was the art design, the sprite work, and all that. And so, like, just seeing the franchise come back and in a different way, like, tactics still completely makes sense and you still utilize the look and feel of the game just in a in a different gameplay. And I'm totally down for that. Mm. Um, yeah, I could see let's that. Let's ride, you know? Let, let's ride. Um, uh, actually, yeah, I mean, that reminds me, I'll say one other thing. Mm-hmm. The arcade games make it really hard for me to stay in a mech. Whenever I get in a Metal Slug, I oh, usually yeah. get out of it very shortly after. So I'm hoping Tactics will allow me to actually utilize mechs and the different uh, items like that. Uh, the, longer, at least, before I blow up. Yeah, I mean, I mean the quote-unquote issue, I think it's really more endearing with Metal Slug because it kind of fully leans into that and kind of defines it in a way but um like you know there were like numbers uh, number yeah uh, uh quarter sucking games yeah. like totally you know in many ways designed to like really just uh you know really just make make like like uh, drain the the coins out of the your parents wallets uh so um but like still you know but still the gameplay isn't like bad or anything it's like solid enough where you can sort of master it and once you see it Uh, but uh it more or less it requires memorization like it's because you need to know where where stuff comes from and stuff like but but yeah i totally agree that the main appeal is just going through it and sort of not worrying about coins playing playing in the in mame uh and just (laughs) you know (laughs) Uh, or like you know on the on the on the collections or you know re-releases um uh so uh yeah i think that's a very very valid uh point there that you brought yeah so so seeing that stuff in a yeah in a tax tactics uh setting uh yeah really really it, it looked great it was a great trailer i have to say um you really and like you know it showed a ton of the game also like it didn't explain like mechanics or anything but like it was like a lot of game and then also like these really cool like sort of uh anime cartoon sequences of like the characters and stuff yeah to, which yeah, I to convey the, the characters game, yeah yeah so 
That was one of the best. Uh, fuck it, I'll say best trailer. Congrats. There you go. That. All right, I'd agree. Yeah, I would the agree. Jadim cast E three awards, best trailer. <laughs> and I mean, some people, some people may be like, wait, best trailer? Didn't Elden Ring come out? And like, this is where I fuck come Elden Ring. Say, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I think you've been poisoning me, Pavlos. I think you've been uh, poisoning the water. Oh, what? Oh. The food, the food I've been eating. Something's going oh, wrong. I'm not this? that excited for Elden Ring. Oh no! Oh ho! ho. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, I mean, I'll play <laughs> it day one. Don't get me. You know, don't get things yeah. twisted. I think. But you hate I think it, it looks. I think the thing is, is like what what would have been appealing when you hear the name Elden Ring. And what you hear about, like, the collaboration with George R.R. R. Martin and shit like that is, like, okay, so they're trying something different again. They're trying something unique and different than Dark Souls. Um, and then you watch the trailer, and then you go, wait one second. Is this just a different version of Dark Souls? And the answer is clearly yes. You know, an open world and, like, a mount does not change the game you know what i mean mm, so no, but see they learned from the best game which is you know metopia which <laughs> uh, added a horse for the switch release so they're like ah they're taking the notes i i appreciate yeah. that we take added, it from real let's add a horse <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no okay, uh, that's well. all i gotta say like it it yeah. just doesn't seem it seems cool enough, but not cool enough for me to continue uh, the hype. Mm, mm, um, okay, okay. Well, and, I'm glad you come to your senses here. And everything else is not exciting and instead makes me sad. Like uh, the Square Conference. I think the Square Conference oh was... God. Oh my god. <laughs> it made me sad. Like, that, was, that was fucking rough. Let's. I can recap it. I mean, it's... Like, no, I, I'm fair forgetting something. doesn't matter. In my head, they showed three things. Like, 50% of the conference was fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Absolutely embarrassing. Then, the, the second thing, these pixel remakes of, like, or, like, pixel versions, I forget what the name is, of the Final Fantasy 1, 2 through 6, which yeah. look bad, which surprised, like, like... Uh, Let's talk about this real quick. Let's break this yeah. down. Because for the record... Especially mm -hmm. when it comes to the earlier ones. I think... I'm pretty sure 6 doesn't have that many remakes of it. I think 6 does have a no. phone remake. But anyways, yeah. these games have actually been remade a lot. They've had Wonderswan remakes to GBA remakes to PlayStation remakes. And they've even yeah. done different sprite work uh, for these. And yeah. I think the phone ones went for PS a weird, like... PSP. Um, yeah. Like, for, for uh, some of them, like, PSP is, like, the definitive, like, 4, for example... Final Fantasy IV, this PSP version is a definitive one. And and you need only look at the different versions and look at their art design to see that some of them have more effort than others. Some of them are just different versions of a previous uh, iteration. I think a lot yeah. of them take inspiration from the Wonder Swan and into the PlayStation. But that being said, this yeah, one PSP, currently um, looks really bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the same based to me to, on the PSP versions but um, the uh, the the trailer was also too horrible like yeah. it, they didn't show it like there was like tiny tiny like thumbnails of them floating and we're finding out screen. now how bad it is like we're finding yeah. out as of like yesterday that the, the games aren't 
looking amazing. I would rather play it than the phone remakes. But that being said, like yeah. I think the excuse they're using is is that they want it more strictly the eight bit, uh, the eight bit style or whatever, just with more colors, more options like that. But that doesn't really fly when you look at it. When you look at it, it just doesn't look. Yeah. Like the, any effort. In short, you don't need these. Um, except maybe like if you want a quick way or like an easy way to play, I guess maybe play six. I it's I don't like six is a bit tough because the GBA version like any it's a, one of the rarer GBA games or like more expensive GBA games than any GBA game. You will have to deal with a lot of fakes uh, floating around. Um, but other than that, I mean. You know, there's like like stuff like four even has like alternate versions like Final Fantasy IV DS, which is like a really cool also like sort of reinterpretation or like sort of re uh, like proper like remake of Sa four same with the uh, three. Three has a three D model remake. Yeah. Yeah, like th yeah, these yeah. have had a lot of high. No, I wouldn't say high effort, but like, like one and two remakes. PSP. One and two you can play on PSP. Um, three. You have, I think, the DS is a great version. Four, you have PSP for if you want the original game with like all the the after years and etc. Or DS if you want like a new take on it. Five, GBA, and again, like six is the only one where I'd say like you know, all like you know, GBA is not maybe not one hundred percent ideal, uh, but it depends also like how important the translation is for you. Six is like is like. Um, famously kind of in need of a retranslation but it depends on how much that even matters to you like uh um availability like i said is a bit is a bit of a problem anyway you these are sold no one... separately right i just want to be clear i think I these think are sold so separately. yeah yeah the, no one needs these fuck, fuck this. yeah um fuck this, and then uh, no one no one also a, needs uh, a souls like where you, where it's also a remake of Final Fantasy One, and you are just obsessed with killing chaos. That looked bad. Yeah, although some people played the demo and were like, "Oh, this is not quite as bad as they thought." But, uh, but yes, it was a horrible showing. Also hilarious. I mean, it, I'm glad it was there because it was hilarious. But oh, I oh, I guess um, Platinum showed a game, and it was also it was also very disappointing because it was like. Sort of this weird multiplayer co-op thing where it's like, I feel like they're like at least like five years behind on the trends, and um, uh, you know, do, doing some like doing some multiplayer uh, online multiplayer based thing, um, like co-op game, you know, uh, like too just too little too late in some ways, and it also looked extremely generic. Uh, so uh I, I don't mean to do this and I don't mean to call people out call, making enemies. I, I think platinum is highly overrated. Um mm -hmm. and I like Hideki Kamiya games for the record. Um mm -hmm. but like obviously I don't think he was making that. I'm pretty sure that's just one of the B teams at Platinum or whatever. But like yeah. their emphasis on like if you look at their portfolio and their consultation work, I don't think it's is nearly as good as uh I think some people have. Um, I'm glad that they can polish a turd and make it better, like near all I think I like, I like Bayonetta, and I like. Um, have you played the DS game Infinite Space? Like a remake? I have uh, Like a remake. What am I talking about? It's late, guys. It's late for me. Uh, it's RPG. Uh, 
Okay. Anyway, but yeah. Um, I don't think they're you know, bad either. I just want to be clear on that. I but, think yeah. I think you know. Obviously, people like near automata, but um, um, you know, I, I think they're an interesting developer, and uh, you know, they, I think like also like you know they they have like very different settings and stuff for their games. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think it's. I think. I think they're. Uh, they're interesting. They're worth having around. But um, um, it's a. And also, I like that they kind of sort of do license games, which it's like a lost art. And I mean, sometimes you get Legend of Korra. Sometimes you get Transformers Devastation, which I think was supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, um, um, I played the. Uh, they also did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> beat him up which is yeah. not as good as transformers but it's also mm-hmm. not bad um yeah so yeah, yeah 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 no yeah i mean but you know like um uh this was just looked so generic and that's a that's a real shame um um so those were like the four things for uh uh, uh for square there really uh, like they didn't even show the amazing looking and why the fuck? Why the fuck do they like do these really awful Final Fantasy remakes? There's, I swear, there's two, like, there's two people at Square responsible for remakes, and one guy makes like it's the like Dragon God. Quest, makes like Dragon Quest Three remake, or like, um, like the Legend of Mana remake, which looks uh, good, um, and and other stuff, and the other guy makes shit like, uh. Um, was he this recent like uh, saga um, um, remake? Am I thinking of the right thing? Anyway, like a Vaseline smeared, um, <laughs> um, you know, like really I, awful looking. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, what, what was it? What you're trying to say is there's a huge difference. Oh, yeah, in Saga Frontier between saga Frontier. Dragon Quest Three remake, which looks sort of uh octopath traveler-esque and looks great it does look really good um and versus fucking the final fantasy one through six remakes like looking at them the difference is night and day in terms of uh no but you can go you can go back like you can yeah you can like you have like uh also like they they did like those mana games you know which are which were just the original games like uh and then you get like those mobile ports of like shit and stuff it's like one guy is like uh sort of uh either putting shit like putting shit filters on stuff changing the sprites changing the fonts and the other guy is just doing either just accurate more or less ports i guess you can call them like the original versions or you know stuff like drankers 3 the drankers 3 hd thing which looks amazing um like what the fuck is going on like fire the other guy already like holy shit what is what what is this uh two-faced like remake policy um yeah i don't know i don't know the inner workings of their uh production rooms or whatever but i i agree there is a there's a big quality disparity between all, between all of these titles <laughs> some yeah, yeah. some are more equal than others if you know and what they I mean. they didn't even show the dragon quest remake it's like that's a free good looking thing that you can show for a minute <laughs> they didn't even show it uh it's like they, they showed it like in advance a couple of weeks before e3 it's like what are you doing like who's do, do you think that's a western who? audience problem because we still don't like dragon quest yet 
I think Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, I think people like Dragon Quest now. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that in a dismissive way. And yeah, Eleven definitely popped off. But like, do they still perceive it like that? Where it's like, oh, we we shouldn't even bother promoting it like that. Or then again, they dedicated like fucking an hour to Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> It's 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 uh, it's just baffling. That was that was a really low low point there. Um, although Square is always more like you know, more like uh, the thing you make fun of rather than have fun with the Square conference. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, you had more points. I, I remember you said you were mentioning some, you mentioned some other stuff. Uh, uh, I, I don't I don't have a lot more honestly. The only thing I was gonna say left in for a dead general clones. sense was um uh, talking yeah. about the other the other uh showings and all that i just want to complain to developers and just everybody in general if you're going to rip off and just like be de- very derivative and just lazy in the genre don't do a genre that's like 10 years old and had a really big showing back then don't make left for dead clones is what i'm trying to say left for dead yeah. clones are dead you need to bury them they need to be yeah, in, leave in a them. grave Leave them for dead. <laughs> Leave them for dead. Yes. And that's um, not necessarily to be mean to, I think one of them is like the remnants of Back Turtle Rock, the original for... Left 4 Dead guys. Oh. That being said, yeah, yeah. like even then, Back for blood. a lot of these are half-assed. A lot of these look really bad. Um, just looking at the gene- generic stuff just really dep- depresses me. I didn't even realize that they're making a bunch of Vampire Masquerade games and one of them looks awful. I was like, "Oh my god, this looks this looks bad." Um, yeah. Just whew. that's all I got on E3. I I don't have anything else special. Uh, Tekken oh, Tekken and Smash, and Smash. is a good that, pick. That was it. That's a good pick. Um, I like it. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm I'm glad they didn't Game choose Pass. Hitachi. Game Pass still a good, still yeah, still good Game Pass. Like holy shit, every single game like they showed an Xbox, which. Um, you know the indie like indie games also the eternal winner of these conferences because so many good so many so much good looking stuff there um, and xbox was like here's a game coming to game pass day one here's a game coming to game pass day one granted aside from the indie games and forza 5 i don't care about any of those games but i care about psychonauts too but continue oh yeah no that's i mean uh okay i would i guess it's that's more like that's not, on me. Not quite That's indie. Fine. I guess it's not quite indie. You're, you're right, but um, um, okay. I, I count in my head. I count that as indie, but whatever. Um, um, like all the big like flagship Microsoft stuff looks uh whatever, uh, to me. The, I guess move for Halo uh to make the multiplayer free is smart. Yada yada. Uh, personally, don't care. Not a fan of Halo. Um, but uh, yeah, like that's that's a statement you know it is here's a game come game pass day one like it's crazy um uh forza 5 i've been playing forza 4 horizon 4 again um forza 5 uh curious to see the environment um i think uh i'm a bit surprised by mexico i feel like they're maybe sort of going doing like safe fish choices for which they're maybe it's it's easier to sort of um for them maybe to like uh get like you know um i don't know like consultation research and stuff i wish they had gone a bit more 
um, you know, maybe got a bit more out of the comfort zone or whatever. It's hard to say what, how exactly they pick these. I think a lot of people wanted Japan. Um, I think, you know, I, I think there's plenty of other countries there um, to pick. And I feel like between like, you know, USA and or like, I think two or whatever was like maybe one state in like Colorado. I don't, I don't remember, quite remember. And one was like, um, obviously, you know, UK and Mexico. I forget what three was. Was it Australia? Maybe I don't, I don't recall. Um, I have no but, idea. I'm letting you talk. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, uh, anyway, but anyway, I hope, I hope Mexico, uh, ends up being a good choice. Um, yeah, Forza Horizon 4, since I'm playing it again, it's still about t 10 games packed into one. Um, <laughs> not, ten, not different games, but like 10 racing games. <laughs> that 10 just times like talking the same about racing content game. you're talking about, right? It's, yeah, it's just, it's too much, but you know um yeah so microsoft you know game pass and the rest whatever but game pass very good uh overall the three i thought nintendo show was like you know it's always uh you never know what you will get but uh, i thought it was really great showing by them they also there's also you know mario golf is out monsanto stories 2 coming out uh um a lot of other stuff some ports which which are appreciated you uh, bought the mario golf thing but you're waiting till next time to talk about it right yeah i want to get okay. a bit more time with that not on the golf cast no i'm just kidding yeah yeah um but yeah overall the other people kind of you know let downs i would say uh sure. not, yeah so kind of a kind of a weaker e3 or like you know the stuff that's always good was good like again the indies and stuff um but yeah i don't know but aside from i mean that, covid definitely interfered with production schedules oh but yeah that being said if you're not excited oh, yeah. about a game a lot of these games are not exciting then you can't be excited no matter how much dev time they were able to have so you know it's an in-between oh yeah covid did a number on these uh, on these death cycles. I think that's evident. Um, anyway, Metal Slug Tactics. Let's go. That was the that's, big takeaway. Uh, that's my platform. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, that was, yeah, so much for three. Oh, one last thing. Devolver, shut the fuck up. Like, stop doing the bit. It's it's hilariously, there's a huge lack of self-awareness there. There's even a game they showed that is... Um, they look pretty cool. Uh, I forget who made it. I I, uh, I looked it up and forgot. But uh, like devs who did a, like a, some anyway a good game, good indie game, and they're doing a new one which is sort of like a ultimate like a like a vertical uh, shmup uh, with like multiplayer and stuff. Uh, looks really good. Like trying to emulate sort of an NES look. Um, and it's gonna be physical only. And at yep. first I thought it was a joke, but nope. I think it's I think it's physical only. And the worst mistake an independent developer, like an independent and it's like game, could a be. Bit. But they were doing it like a like a bit, you know. And when the bit leads to that, then you know you you're too far. You've got, I mean, I, th I think so heavy mar like I, I think marketing works in aesthetic, not necessarily in true gimmick. You know, what I mean, the novelty of a physical release is 
just that it's a novelty, right? Um, yeah. Especially for these kinds of games. So Yeah, so the game is Demon Throttle, and it's by Doinksoft, <laughs> uh, which did... Oh, yeah, Gato Roboto. That was the Metroid D uh, indie I game. I played Gato Roboto. That was, that was yeah. fun. Yeah, and it's by them. Um, so yeah, it's it. They're also just the the jokes are so lame, such a and you know the ga- the games are so cool, but we want to see the games. We don't want the really like just so uh, hamfist like commentary on the industry and wrapped in very like um, I don't know poor poor jokes and poor uh, satire. Um, I, I didn't watch the Devolver uh, showcase. I saw the PC gaming showcase, and then they sidelines the game I was most excited for into another uh, video. They just they just didn't include very much of it, so I was it was fine. Um, yeah, uh, we I, I guess we won't talk about Amico because let's be honest, it's still still the Amico. We did. I I don't what was it? I add. didn't pay attention. Tell me tell me about what they did. This E3. They they had a video where Tommy Tellerico sort of ran through the bullet points again for the for that thing, and like the game like games talked about games uh, like sort of bunching them up in different like genres, and um, um, the uh, I guess the other thing was that uh, he kind of upped the price point uh, definitely like the, the price point that. They named wait, 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 what? Not the console, which is, you know, that's already too high. But the price, like the frame or like the, the you know, pr- like max price, uh, the range on the price uh, for games. Um, it's definitely uh, sort of bigger than what it was before, what they announced before. Um, where now it can get like to go to like up to like you know pretty not like standard like indie pricing indie game pricing which is hilarious considering what these those games are that they have and also there'll be physical versions which i maybe probably was announced before in some way but just a reminder to everybody these games are worse than phone games these are like flash 2004 era tier games tops yeah but Dolphin Quest by the makers of Echo. Uh, also, I think um, there's like a thing in the video where it's like all these people, you know, that work here at Intellivision look like they've worked on so many different games. And I, I didn't confirm this single-handedly, but I, but I read that he said in that video that he compo- like was a, was a composer on Metroid Prime. And apparently that is they like he he did like do a soundtrack for them and it didn't end like nintendo and didn't use it like they they went they went with like an in-house with the in-house sort of composers uh, after all so they didn't use his stuff as far as i like that's what i read so he basically lied <laughs> about the credit there Yikes. and so it's it's uh it's it is bad it's bad and i mean and tommy tellerico is still like a name i i remember as a composer but that being said don't don't do that don't don't lie on your resume as you're advertising your you know people will look this up is i guess what i'm trying to say 
I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll hand in a, I'll draw a, I'll draw a Kirby and send it to Nintendo, and then, uh, you know, technically I sub, I submitted a Kirby design, and then I'll. I mean, I'll he might have gotten Kirby. paid for it by like Retro or something. Um, but oh, that being yeah, said, sure. Pro- I'm sure, but it. you know, it did yeah, not. that's not the same. Um. Well, yeah, that's um. I would say here's I'll say one last thing. I think that presentation for the Amico was about sort of the best pitch you could do for it, which is not much of a pitch, but it's it's basically I don't think you could like do an, a better job of sell like selling it, uh, which it doesn't make doesn't make it a product that should be sold. <laughs> but um, like he, you know, he basically. You can watch that and form your own opinion. That's sort of about the best you will get there. Um, Do your own research, as all the uh, boomers say. Yeah. Um, so that's what I what I'll say about the Miko stuff. Anyway, let's let's move on from E three. It always T- talk it to me feels... about this DDD's Drum Dash Deluxe. Right. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean. Speaking of Kirby, um, which is a great series, uh, you know who's the best Kirby character? It it it's Meta Knight, but I'll say DDD no, for the sake of this. You're wrong. It's King DDD, <laughs> and uh, he had a, a a a. You know how Kirby's games have like little mini games, like side games on the yes, uh, included in them, and in uh, the first 3DS one. Um, which was called, I think, something deluxe, triple deluxe. Um, um, it had this this game in it, um, and they uh, did on the 3DS eShop back then. They did uh, they did like spinoffs for some of these um, sub games from like main titles, uh, except expanded them. Expanded on them and did like full flat, full fledged like, uh, you know, three like little three DS eShop games, which are also pretty cheap, as I recall. Um, and so this is, you know, the DDD's Drum Dash Deluxe is like the expanded version of DDD's Drum Dash from Triple Deluxe. And uh, so, I just wanted to talk about it because I this is a game that I fire up every now and then, and I did so again recently. And I think it's a really great little rhythm game. You know, obviously, you know, I love my rhythm games, and this is a proper one, uh, proper rhythm game, which with just a very unique mechanics. So basically, you have these. You play through Kirby songs as DDD, and you um, move to the you move to the right alongside like drums, which you jump on, and so you have to like um, for every beat, you have to mo- like move to a different drum. You, if you press A on it, you will do a higher jump, like a mid jump. If you press A again, you will do a high jump, um, and sort of there will be coins to collect and like enemies and like hoops and stuff to jump through. So you will have to like, if you want to do a high jump in in two two jumps later, you will have to already do a mid jump before that, and then do the high jump. Uh, and all to the beat like staying on the beat and also like ideally not hitting an edge of a drum so but if you hold if you just hold right from the beginning you will always hit 
the drum in the middle but sometimes you have to you know jump right then back left and then you also have the backbeat which so you jump on a drum and then sort of you know how there's also a backbeat so it's like doom doom like you will have to press a while he's in the air on the every if you want like the metal for perfect backbeat and so it's like boom tsh, boom like in the air you will press a to do like you know the the um a second clap basically um um i forget what the drum term is for for that sound but uh um it's it's really cool like you uh you know i i'm i'm trying to platinum all the levels i'm almost done with the like um sort of regular versions of of the levels and there, there's like a you know once you finish those you get a like harder versions of them and those are pretty good pretty ch like those are pretty challenging um but um yeah it's it's definitely a super i don't know any other there's no other game that works like that i'll just say it i, I know my rhythm games well enough um extremely unique and like really nice little gem and yeah they did plenty they did a couple of those expanded like kirby side um Kirby sub games as like 3ds eShop um, uh, releases and this is definitely the best of them alongside I would say Kirby's Blowout Blast which Kirby's Blowout Blast is the top-down Kirby game which is like sort of isometric and it's it's the one that's based on the 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 um, I think it was a cancelled GameCube Kirby um, which they never did, but it sort of did then with Kirby's Blowout Blast, um, uh, where we got like early, um, um, like the on the GameCube thing. It was just called I think Kirby GCN, so like Kirby GameCube, and it was kind of uh, um, there. The the few the little footage that we saw. Um, had like a isometric perspective and those. so it's a callback to that um, it's kind of similar to how dread is like you know picking up uh, uh, bring back sort of this uh, um, thing that sort of was was you know a cancelled game they're um, mining the unused concepts I get you yeah I mean you know probably the concept is, in both cases it's not really the thing that they showed initially but sort of they i mean it's an evolution they found a solution like for a, it yeah yeah they found a solution for it that made it work and the, you know i like how they like sort of never you can tell these ideas never like leave or like they never like you know they're still in the conversation or like they still think about how to maybe uh um do, make these realize these games after all um and uh, um yeah so that one's based on kirby's blood Blast is based on kirby um 3d rumble which is uh, a sub game from kirby planet robobot um observe how good i am at podcasting dear listeners if you want to hear more kirby talk we actually did a kirby episode 10 episodes ago i don't remember mm-hmm um yeah we uh we did nightmare in dreamland was it yes yes it was nightmare in dreamland which was the yeah. uh kirby's adventure remake or whatever the, the exactly NES yeah one. yeah um right it was really good would recommend you all listen to it even though he's talking about spin-off kirby little mini titles 
yeah the mini which is adventures. yeah I mean, Kirby spin-off games are a uh, you know story in of themselves like it's really um, yeah very creative like one of the most creative uh, sort of spin-off lineage uh, for a series um, so yeah uh, I just wanted to bring up Didi's Drum Dash Deluxe because I assure you you have not heard that name in any podcast in any gaming podcast Let's and that's say, why we're the best that is why this we're year the best. I'll say this year never never it hasn't been mentioned in a podcast this year it's my, they might have people might have podcast that's my bet it, yeah. that's my that's the guarantee that's the daydream cast guarantee <laughs> <Just got me. laughs> all right uh well, how about you what did you um play okay. while e3 was raging all right i wanted to talk about it's on game pass by the way in case anyone's curious uh the destroy all humans remake um hmm. dear listeners whenever there is a chance for me to talk about a ps2 you know generic general title i will and destroy <laughs> all humans is this one for today um, I don't think it's particularly special. However, I think what's really cool about it, um, and I think is just in general like a thing I like in video games, is it sort of takes an idea and is just the pitch itself. I, I always like that in a medium, in, an, in, in art or whatever, is like where it's like, it's the pitch. So it's literally like, basically fucking, you're, you're a Martian and it's Mars Attacks. That's not literally the lore, but you're an invader alien. You're going down to 1950s uh, America and you're wreaking havoc and causing shit. And um, the remake, uh, you know, changes all the graphics around, uh, updoes it, which I enjoy. I like these types of uh, remakes. Um, Like I like the Crash Bandicoot remakes and all that as well. Um, I don't mind uh, complete technical minute accuracy. So I just have fun with it. and uh, yeah, I played it, and it's really short. It bothered me how short it was. Um, I, I beat it in basically one extended sitting, but it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, those games were like, you know, Destroy All Humans is kind of... Um, for Trashy, me, yes. <laughs> yeah, like prime, like kind of prime THQ. Like, a, the, so like maybe like a textbook THQ game. Yeah. Kind of... Uh, you know, kind of has it has its heart in the right place. I um, have nostalgia for these types has... of things because nowadays, uh, lazy uninspired things are less inspired than this. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's like sort of you know, that's a proper like B tier game, um, in in the kind of best best sense of it. Uh, um, so yeah, so those B tier games definitely uh, have been you know have been missed. I would say. I, um, I there's one other thing I want to talk about that yeah. I find weird yeah. and is its own conversation, but it's yeah. something I didn't like in in a weird way. Basically, so if you played the original game, it sort of got the mid like early mid two thousands humor the shock humor talking about and i i personally like some of it in the satirical elements of america like how dumb like it's very cynical on humanity and how dumb especially americans are like near the end they're like did you think america was the only nation and then the alien goes well americans seem to think they are and like 
stuff like that really speaks to me. But that being said, it, there's also a line of offensive humor to it um, in in multiple ways. And I would say that um, this remake, um, it opens when you start the game telling you in like the sort of Disney Plus sort of restoration way that they're going to keep the content and this content may be offensive. What I didn't like about that was it tried to play that as a joke. It tried to play the offensive content or content as, you know, we can't understand it with our earthling minds. And that seems patronizing. Or like it seems insulting to like our our development of humor sensibilities, and that that put me off in a, in a weird way. That's all I yeah, had I to say. On that. I, that understand. Was the last I understand. I understand the issue with that. Yeah. Um. And that's it. Well. Yeah. Okay. Destroy all humans. It's nice that it turned out turned out right. Uh. How many games of that did they do, by the way? Do you know? There were at least three. I knew I, I only played the first one and then like I dabbled in the second one. Um there was a Wii one. Um I'm not I think Wii was like I think three was like a Wii exclusive or something. And they take place oh, in yeah. different decades. I don't know what like the the story is or whatever, but like one of them is definitely like him in the seventies, and I think that's yeah. a really weird time to have an alien invasion story. Or at the very least in contrast to like a fifties, you know, fifties, sixties mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I I dropped them at some point, but did you destroy all humans? I destroyed most of them. Most of them. Okay. 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 That's that's. Most you couldn't have that. a franchise if you destroyed all of them. Hmm. Yeah, because the the next sequel wouldn't there wouldn't be any. You need yeah, some to where like, where where they pro- go? Procreate, yeah, and get yes, re re. Uh, uh, you know, settle like um, refill Earth with uh, with hum- more humans to destroy. Um, Shit, uh, you play Resident Evil Six, right? <sighs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay, well, right. this is. I decided this is gonna be a multi-parter, um, because we only finished. Uh, so, <laughs> but when I looked it up. Like I saw, like that Capcom. First of all, I think this is a huge money sink. This game, which is hilarious, uh, and you can tell because it's like trying to be all like cinematic and stuff, and it's just hilarious because my God, is the game just genuinely terrible? Like I've I've rarely seen such a discrepancy between like, I mean, not that obviously you know money doesn't translate into anything. And definitely not quality. But hopefully, number one, big mm -hmm. franchise. Number two, this was meant to be a big game. Um, You'd think production value would go into it. One would assume. I would say. I would say. I. I I will change what I like. I will. I will sort of. you know rephrase what i what i said and say more like forget the money aspect. It's more like I've rarely seen seen a. the discrepancy is so big between the sort of posturing of a game and you know its quality like this is like if i i don't know like this is like if um god like neil breen pretended like he was uh you know like he was uh uh ozu or something um this is like if sonic like, 06 had so. sonic respect 
<laughs> All right. Um, uh, so and and so I read that the three parts are like called, you know, like uh, Leon is like horror, and Chris is like action, and um, uh, what's the third? Uh, the uh, I guess Ada, uh, Ada is the is one right no that's which the one, fourth one which one did you complete you completed the leon one? there's a third one and that's i think puzzle or something and then ada i think is called like i don't even know like like riddle or puzzle or uh, like in uh, like i don't even know anyway it, it was really hilarious uh stuff because we played the leon one which is supposed to be the horror one when it yeah it's it's just and I expected like a more quiet, like you know, not as much shooting and stuff, more like atmospheric, uh, maybe survival horror-y. You fool! Which, you fool! Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Even if it's not the problem is not that it's not that. It's just even what it is, which is just regular, like you know, it's Resident Evil Five, just action, actiony Resident Evil. It is just so bad. And where to begin? Where to begin? I, I, I. I it's this is one of the things where it's like there's so many aspects that it's like it fails on so many levels that I kind of like I'm, I'm too, so like it's exhausting to me like the thought of like dissecting this is like I'm already tired before I you know before I've really begun um like first of all um the game like the it, it it's this every like sequence is so damn strange like it's it there's no impact to anything like scenes are too long too short sequence uh, by scenes i mean like also sequences like be it certain certain sequences where you fight stuff bosses the, the bosses are terrible uh none of them are are fun to fight and they like end randomly there's no feedback on any of them like you can waste your ammo on a lot of them even though you're not supposed to even be shooting them, so it's like it, like it pretends to be less scripted than it actually is. In reality, like all of those, all of them are like extremely scripted. Um, uh, there's um, the, the the they did change stuff about the co-op. It's not as fun anymore. Um, you like you rarely it's a few instances where you get split up, and that's it. But then once a lot of in a lot of uh, those instances one side is re- much like it's like significantly more boring or like has to wait around like can't do anything um <laughs> and it's just the other side playing um and and stuff like they 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 go like 10 steps behind resident evil 5 in terms of the co-op stuff um the the melee is extremely janky barely works um you get zombies are garbage and how they like attack attack you from the ground and stuff. You lose you lose so much health to bullshit. Like to just really just poor controls, uh, poor uh, just d- dumb like enemy behavior and like you know just, just really bullshit like uh, attacks out of nowhere. Um, so much health that you lose to that. Um, the um, narratively like you pl- you have this new partner already forgot her name Helena no it's Helena and like she starts the game with like her not wanting to tell you something until you get to church instead of just telling you and then you go into the church and then like she keeps delaying t- 
telling you the thing and it's just and she and she's on top of that she's like the most non-character like she's so bad she's so uninteresting and bland um and <laughs> like there's a very, very obvious mystery with like with ada wong um just things it's it's amazing like how also the the they try to do like scripted like very scripted like spaces like when you're in the city and stuff and it looks also so narrow like fake like a movie set essentially like there's one sequence where i thought it looked like cats like the new cats movie um where like in this dark town and then like cars drive in and crash and there's a lot of like extremely like fake sort of scenery and um yeah, they, 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 I think, and the game is like, and it's, oh, QTEs up the wazoo, total garbage. This, this like, game is from QTE. No, this is after it. No, this is late. This is the What year did this come out? Things. Wait, tell me, what year did this come out? Um, I think Resident Evil 6 is 2012. I'm not, if I'm not okay, that's pretty bad. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's just so late on everything and like, they're it's so embarrassing the thing they want to try like this cinematic you know uh, like like scope the one they go they're going for it's just so embarrassing like it's really it's 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 incredible how how like poorly it works out um oh funnily enough they stopped there there's a c virus which they trace its origin back to china Ooh, <laughs> that's that's uh that's that's pretty funny well i mean like we we, i don't mean to be like this we've been here we we've been to the racist part of the resident evil world we were already killing people in africa because of their origins to the t-virus so um well you know this is where we are now they're gonna go through the whole alphabet i I looked up the third part the third part is uh, and that's titled or like, like the banner for that is innovation is Jake Mueller and Sherry Birkin. That's the third uh, part that I forgot about. Uh, anyway, but we only did the Leon one uh, so far. So there will be more updates on this. But man, like we we we, we were just doing like one chapter at a time and then playing uh, Forza afterwards just to wash the taste out of our mouths. Like um, As a palate cleanser. Well, what, what's keeping you going? What's driving you to finish? I guess my my buddy I'm playing with like he's he sort of we we, we played Resident Evil Five we played through Resident Evil Five with him, yes. um, and like he, the the fucker, got me to pay money for this game, like because it's not on Game Pass. I, I think not anymore. I think it, it was at some point, <laughs> and I paid. I mean, granted, it was on like a big sale, so I think I paid like eight bucks for it. But that's it's, too it's much. Still, that's still. I yeah I I I I only own like <laughs> I think I only own I own Forza Horizon Four uh, I own I think the Disney Afternoon Collection on 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 the Xbox One uh, uh, um, Xbox One X and obviously I own all my stuff from 360 etc but like like and I think like this. Like everything else, I've just been doing Game Pass and relying on games with gold and all my previous, all my stuff from 360 and so on. Um, 
so this is like one of like three games that I have on the like I generally bought on that because it, it has like I think an enhancement on the Xbox One. When I when I beat you in an intellectual argument regarding the quality of the Resident Evil franchise last time around when we talked about Resident Evil Eight, I didn't mean for you to buy Resident Evil Six. That was not yeah. what I was trying yeah. to communicate to you. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, that I won in the marketplace of ideas, but uh, some victories are hollow. Interesting interpretation <laughs> of that, but uh, uh, I have to say, my 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 friend there, he will buy. Um, takes two is that the name the recent co-op game by the yeah. dumb person who did like uh brothers and the annoying guy yeah uh so he will get it takes two for us to play so well you know no uh, matter what you know. co-op experiences can be bad but sometimes it forges friendships and that's really what you're going oh, through yeah. here no we're having a, so we're having a real sardonic like you know a real real bittersweet like you know those gifts where people you know like like cry cry la laugh cry gifts yeah. <laughs> yeah that's our that's us playing uh resident evil 6 wow and and this and the next the chris segment being action like what the fuck was Leon's <laughs> then like how much action like how much more combat will that have i don't even want to i don't we'll, uh, we'll just... find out we'll definitely find out Oh, did, so did you play through it no oh okay why oh you didn't why well, would some, i some resident evil fan you are wow. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you caught me yeah uh and yeah it's amazing that they you know the, again all this contrasted with um with the with the ambition here and uh, they thought this would be it's it's yeah. just hilarious you know, it's um, it's funny when you play only the good things of something, you'll tend to be a fan. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, I mean, in in the case of Resident Evil, you know, you're that's you know that's it's quickly achieved just playing the good things. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I will I will check back in. I guess once we do more segments here. All right. Uh, but, uh, do you want to get to the game? I guess it's time. Hey, do you do you you know uh, do you wanna? It's a nice day outside. Do you wanna wanna hit the links with me? Wanna? You wanna play golf? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, and let you wanna become near turf masters. This was this was a highlight. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, so game of the week is uh, a, our second uh, second sports game we've done for Neo Geo after Windjammers. Uh, it's the 1996 golf game Neo Turf Masters. Uh, 
I think it's... I think what's really mm-hmm. appealing. I'm just gonna say this, and then you can actually do the spiel. Okay. Is I yeah. think I think they put personality. I think personality is what's sorely lacking in a lot of sports games. Continue. Oh go yeah. Ahead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So. This is a golf game by Nazca Corporation. Do you know what they're known for? No, go. Uh, well, they uh, actually invented Metal Slug. Um, wow. Yeah, but uh, you know, then I think by the time it released, like Neo Geo had already sort of bought, like fused with them, or like bought them or whatever. And this is really late, by the way, right? But they, like, what year did this come out? Ninety six. <laughs> just yeah. just said that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, and they came up with Metal Slug, which was later though. Um, Neo Geo was pretty late um, in the grand scheme of things, um, and uh, so you know um, uh, they also did games before this, by the way, before Neo Turf Masters. But uh, yeah, Neo Turf Masters it has four uh, four environments, or like four uh, what do you call it, like golf. Um, what do you four call that? Four sets of eighteen like holes. Courses courses yeah four courses I guess. I guess. yeah with with 18 holes each um and uh six uh, six characters to choose from all with like different specialties uh and like essentially two modes like you can play stroke play with which is like for one or two players um which is just you know you play you play golf <laughs> and you play like in this tournament and you have to win with the best score and uh the other one is match play, where you play against each other. That's for two players only. Um, uh, yeah, the game was was published then by SNK. It was there, it was released as an arcade cartridge, so an M, you know MVS and a home cartridge and AES. That's always the thing with the Neo Geo stuff. So you know one for so you could see the game in arcades playing, um, and also you know uh, play same thing if you bought the, the home cartridge, the AES. Um, also, and also for the Neo Geo CD, it's also a CD uh, version, and it also got a Neo Geo Pocket Color version, which is uh, has a different art style. It's more chibi style, um, because um, the the you know arcade game um, it has like a, how would you describe it? I would say it's like a sort of sort of like colorful, not cartoonish, but like colorful, like sort of like representation of like the courses and stuff but then you have like digitized uh sort of realistic like um players inserted which is a pretty cool effect um yeah it's it i i would say that it's almost like it's almost rotoscoped i don't know if it actually was or not but it is a very realistic fluid uh golfer but then it also has a giant anime head on it uh whenever it does a close-up of like him losing par which i I, I I got a lot of bogeys. I'm gonna be real here, but you know, <laughs> yeah the 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 um yeah like the little animations after you after you sink the ball, uh for like par bogey eagle etc. Like that's where it, that that's where it is more of an anime style. That's true. Um the um the gameplay is quite interesting and different. Um. It's not a classic like uh, a not a classic like like um, two click or three click system. It, it, well, it is a two click system, but it's not a traditional one. So uh, you don't have like you know click to start, click again to set the power, and then click to like set the accuracy. Um, it's you 
the first click is um, to set the power and then there's a second one which sets the height of the shot so you can do like a low and a high shot um, or like a straight shot and then hooks hook and slice like if you want to like angle it upward or um, give it like a, a slice to the left or right that's uh, that's was that, that that you set with separate buttons before making the shot um, so that's not sort of not part of the like dynamic like click system but that, that is like a static thing you set before and then again it's like power and then and then the height so uh, with two clicks there um, quite an interesting system um, I guess uh, the um, one thing that the game is famous for uh, I would say is that the courses are um, you know pretty tricky and um, it's 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 very fast. It's just uh, clear like arcade the arcade blood running through its design, where it's supposed to be like you go very fast, and the holes are like um, you know uh, pretty tricky. And then there's the wind is also very uh, severe often. Um, so like one of the main obstacles will be the wind, much more like than in other golf games where uh, it's rare where you get like super crazy winds. Uh, and this one, it's like um, kind of one of the main like points of, like of challenge will be will be the wind. Um, uh, yeah, I could say more, but uh, what what did you think of the game? What were you like? My, oh, my first. Comment. I haven't talked about music at all and stuff. That we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about. about. We'll talk about. I mean, music was particularly the 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 course theme the standard like just general theme of like you hitting the ball and it going around like it's very comfy it's a very comfortable you know disposition it makes you feel good it's 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 really cool um i was gonna say i'm so disappointed at the very least maybe it's my own play style i don't know the actual competitive meta of neoturf masters i'm disappointed the americans kind of meh i i i I'm so sad. I ended up playing as uh, the technician archetype uh, for most of them, um, but well, obviously you, they all have different. Wait. Go ahead. No, I mean, in Destroyal Humans, you you enjoyed the the Americans getting it, and then and now you're Turf Masters. See, I don't yeah. think this is much of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, that being said, I would say that my experience in terms of playing the, the 18 holes, I think I, wind was definitely an issue. And I think when, I think judging distance was very interesting when you had to clear certain gaps, there'd be a lot of, um, the way it would bend or they would have like wide gaps, sometimes of water, sometimes of just fucking Canyon. Um, those were, those were really weird to get right. And, um, Trying to balance it right when into putt. I, I I enjoyed the putting as well. Like I I just enjoyed the general golf gameplay and um and uh, the personality involved. The I guess the aesthetics of when you choose each course, uh, the trees in particular. Um, I just it, it just looked really pretty. I liked the American courses, trees and all that. It just felt good. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Mm hmm. I mean, it's golf at the end of the day, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It it feels good. I think it's a very speedy, snappy gameplay. Gameplay. Um, the music is great. It's like sort of a city pop seaside. I wish it AOR. gave me a tad more time. I, I don't know about sure. you. But... 
Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's kind of the the Kate was showing, I guess. Um, they they want you to get off that cabinet as soon as possible. <laughs> uh, music is by Takushi Yamuta, who also did Metal Slug music. Um, was responsible for like the first few Metal Slugs, at least for the music there. Um, but also, I think it's just the game has just amazing sounds, and like a golf game is. That's you know it's the the, the golf game without a good announcer. You can, you know, that's that's, that's uh, like half the rent, as we say here, uh, okay. is a good announcer um, in a golf game. So, and obviously, you know, like every time you land the ball uh, uh, near the near the, near the hole, you know, she's she's very excited to say, "On the green, on the green," <laughs> um, and that just you know just. Uh, just makes you feel good yeah that's uh that's great um just like you know when is also great announcer i miss i miss these i'm glad that oh again i won't talk mario golf today but it it, it kept the uh the announcer uh the the good announcer from just the series like the the series uh they they haven't changed him and i, and I think it's the right call because the first time I heard "nice shot" again, that was that's, you know, that's 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 feel good. To hear this that. is the insight I needed. I I never knew I needed a uh, golf announcer is is half the game sort of thing. I, I, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but I agree. It, I agree on a level of like I think golf as like a sport or whatever is a lot of. It's, I don't want to say it's meditative, but like it, there's a lot of uh, like senses. There's there's a lot of just like it's all the little things. You know, it's the golf clap. It's the it's the it's the calm sound. It's the it's the hit, and then it's the release. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's all in yeah, a moment. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. all cool. Yeah, uh, there's a great like sense of like you know when you hit a shot, you know, like that feels good. Uh, there's good speed on the ball. Traveling. Um, the um, yeah, the the, the the like courses look really neat. Um, you get like you you choose sort of you you have like a, a you know a map and a line drawn it from for your shot. You can obviously change clubs um, depending on what you want and. Uh, it's I guess there's you know with like 2D golf, there's always I guess a little bit of level of imprecision, in a way or like a little bit of like, you have to like learn, sort of the the physics you know, of the game. Yeah, the physics like how yeah like the, the sort of how it feels, how far the shot will travel and stuff. Um, but like then the pres like the presentation is really good. It's really elegant. It's really slick. Like on the like think of the pudding for example where you see a top-down view of the green and then, and then, a little it, and window, then it shows you a, a view of window and window yes where you see the the ball about you, to touch the hole or not maybe it loops club. around the hole yeah the club yeah. hitting the ball like a first uh, like a like a first person perspective of the of the golf club oh actually <laughs> you you reminded me and you know again it's when we talk about the little things and the zen of it like when it's on the water and you hit the ball 
and the ball is able to like skirt across the water a little bit, it'll, it'll show a window of that. And that was really cool. Like that, that detail was just immediately called out. To mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, it's a lot of like nice little touches there uh, in the presentation, especially. Um, and, uh, and I, I learned, I didn't know this, but as part of this, I learned that this was, uh, the hamster, um, who did like all the, you know, all the boo or is, who is doing all the arcade re-releases, which, you know, on some of that, I wouldn't mind compilations instead of buying them separately. But yeah. I think in this case, uh, this is, so this is, this means that this is on PS4 and, uh, switch. Um, in this case, I think I will get this on switch. And just yeah. uh, just this, to have it, definitely it up for it. around, yeah. Uh, so that's that's the easiest way to play play this um, uh, these days. Just as a, as a heads up, there. Um, so yeah, if you you know maybe Mario Golf, a little rich for you, a little tar- little bit. Not quite sure. Uh, and obviously there's some controversial things about it as well, which I'll talk about hopefully next time. So if you're not feeling certain about that but once you know once golf you know turf masters man it's a great game it, it's good certified daydream cast certified yeah I, yeah b- before we go give us a a hint a tease at your mario golf take what is your mario golf take um i guess disappointment Uh-oh. but yeah, no disappointment, but it's still Mario Golf and Mario Golf is fun. Okay. Um, yeah, but that, uh, that good enough for I me. Was, yeah, I was a huge fan of World Tour, the 3DS one, and I will go into like what made that so good uh, and what they sort of missing here. And uh, yeah, but they also just straight up change the mechanics uh, in some ways. So, uh, um, so yeah. Look forward to that, I guess, next time. But also, um, well, after after check in with with our potential guest <laughs> for next time, uh, unless you have anything else on on near turf masters. No, I'm actually excited because I don't remember what episode we're doing next. Next is in theory uh, Fez. You're gonna oh, be playing uh, Fez, which also got released on Switch. A couple. Maybe a couple, maybe a month or so ago, uh, or two, um, and we will have a new guest for that. So uh, look forward to that. I hope it happens next time. If I think it will definitely be there for Fez. I hope I don't. I'm not quite sure if it will be next episode, but we'll that's see. What we initially agreed on, but um, I guess also we should do some housekeeping and say that due to our sort of you know scheduling and also it. Video games take a lot of time to play through. They do. And yeah. Uh, we are at the moment sort of probably going to be uh, sticking more with a three week schedule. But uh, I guess uh, uh, like I, will, I will say that um, we obviously are hosted on, uh, on the Twin Geeks uh, side. And they have. Uh, uh, or, or I guess we have a new podcast. Not we as persons, but the the royal. We, we. as a collective, the yeah. royal we. <laughs> yeah, the uh, 
I, uh, called uh, Ranking the Monsters. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I, feel, I think that's it, yeah. Um, where uh, Cal, Calvin, who's been guest multiple times um, on our show, uh, and Steven, a new friend of the site and con- new contributor, who uh, also published his first piece uh, recently. Um, uh, more on that next time because he's he's supposedly or like he's he's we're planning to have him as the guest for the fest cast i would so, i would uh, recommend the cast um steven's a really cool guy um th- can't wait yeah he's he's afraid of me for some reason but uh you're here's the thing pavlos and i don't mean to air air you know <laughs> oh, the no. drama but people uh-huh. people are intimidated by you only i have seen the truth and I endeavor to make it known that your takes are not as golden as they seem to be. With this backstab, uh, we uh, yeah, we, we're, you're free to enjoy the rest of your evening or whatever you were doing before listening to to this cast. Uh, and we will see you next time, hopefully for Fez. But if not, there's other video games, and we'll find we'll find one to talk about. Uh, I hope they give. I hope they let me guest for ranking the monsters to do the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. I would love to mm. do that. That's mm. my dream. I haven't. I haven't brought that to them. They that may not fall under their qualifications. Their qualifications yeah. for what a monster is seem very, very specific, but also not specific. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Love and Peace by by Shion Sono. I would be. I would be. I would love to do that. Um, but. Yeah, that's, that's on them. That's, uh, that's, if they want to do that, uh, they can. Uh, but until then, I guess, uh, yeah, thanks for, for listening. And uh, I'll see you, see you next time. Stay fresh. Bye, everybody. Must give up playing this hole.